Um, my kid, I met at the home show. So that's, um, that's where, you know, it's where you go to meet all your close friends. Yeah. Mike, what were you doing at the home show? I was going to the super spreader event and see if we could spread Corona to everybody. Oh, sweet. Good. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you know what? They, uh, they brought in the mask mandate the following days. And so, um, it's, so I don't, I don't think it spread. I think, I think the masks contained it. They did what they're supposed to. And, uh, it stayed right, right in our little booths. Um, <laughs> no, uh, Scott. So, so I, uh, um, like I said, I was at the home show um, uh, selling bedding, linens, and sheets. Um, I never thought I'd get in this world. Never thought I knew enough about um, textiles and, and linens and everything. Um, but I, uh, I had a had a spur of of. I guess inspiration uh, last year that has sent me spiraling down this um, this entrepreneurial um, journey. Can oh, I yeah. give a quick little intro? I doubt Just, it, but let's try it anyway. Okay, is it buy or with, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends. Joined, <laughs> joined, <laughs> buy, joined with. No, joined, you're joined, joined with. That means we're glued together. I, I, this think, is a I think the last. I think the last time you guys had this conversation on one of your podcasts, you ended up with "bye." It's think, always "bye." I think it's yeah, but we have it every single time. <laughs> Logan, this has been a two-year conversation, and I still can't get it. <laughs> on this week's episode of the Selling Podcast, we are joined by the founder of Sleep Tight. You might have seen the Forever Tuck. This solves problems and solves marriages. All right, we're recording. With over 50 years and millions of worldwide traveled miles between the two of us, we have tasted defeat and relished in sweet, sweet victory. Looking for inspirational entertainment, motivation, and practical insights to drive your business? Welcome to the Selling Podcast. We're here on this week. Solves solves marriages? Yeah, it fixes marriages. There, it fixes. Or it solves potential marital problems. Oh, no. These aren't potential marital problems. Everybody has (laughs) these marital problems. (laughs) Yes. And our guest fixes this. We welcome Logan Hunter. Logan, welcome to the Selling Podcast. And thank you so much for this free marriage counseling. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Pleasure's mine, guys. How does it work? Just out of curiosity. Yeah. So imagine, um, imagine a fitted sheet down at the bottom yep. two corners of your top sheet. Okay. So, you, so traditional bedding, you've got your fitted sheet that goes around the mattress. Um, you've got your top yep. sheet that goes over you in between you and your comforter or your duvet. And then you've got your comforter slash duvet that, that really is what, um, keeps you warm, you know, regulates, regulates, uh, the temperature and everything. Um, traditional bedding, with, uh, you would either do hospital corners, you do military corners, you you take that top sheet, you tuck it in. Well, I should. You I mean, should. I should. <laughs> I should. Let's, you should let, make let's your be, bed occasionally, let's be Scott. Really, let's, let's be really clear. <laughs> if you make your bed, okay. Um, <laughs> no, but when when we make our bed, we we take the corners of that of that top sheet, and we tuck it in down on the bottom of the bed, um, and and place the bedding. Okay, so what that does is it sets the foundation. You put your comforter on there; it looks nice and clean. Um, unfortunately though, when you get in bed, because the bed is so tightly made, uh, your feet are pressed down, uh, your, your uh, movement is limited. So the first thing that specifically us guys, women do this as well, but, but the, the biggest problem that us guys go through is because our feet are pressed down. The first thing we do at night is untuck all of our covers. We untuck everything. We pull everything out of place so we can move. 
Um, yep. we, uh, we, we open up that, um, that movement down on our feet, which then causes the second problem that if you toss and turn at night, uh, you're now in a, in a bedding war, you're still in the sheets, you're still in the covers. Uh, you either wake up cold, your spouse wakes up cold, your partner wakes up cold. Um, and it's just, it, 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 it's a longer night. And then in the morning you have to go and fix all of that, right? So you have to go back, you have to put all your covers back in place. You have to go tuck them back in. You have to put everything back aligned just to do the same thing the following night. <laughs> all right. All right. All right. Now let's get back into the background. How did you start with sales? So uh, it goes back a little bit before sales. So quick background. Um, I have dabbled in as many industries as the as 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 the next person i've worked blue collar i've worked white collar i've worked with credit unions uh i spent uh, a little over a year at goldman sachs um i've done maintenance i've done construction management i've a uh, little bit of everything landscaping um but it's really 20 years old that's going to be hard to do isn't it? <laughs> yeah i uh, i bounced around a little while um I'm trying to decide what I wanted to do. And I had a really good friend of mine who actually is, uh, is an, uh, a, a form of a mentor of mine as well. He's, he happens to be my best friend. His name is Brad, who um, is an incredible salesman. And he does uh, a summer sales program. Um, and for a number of years, as I was bouncing around these, these um, positions, um, he kept inviting me to come and um, do this summer sales program. And he had wild success. I mean, he broke records, he set records. He, you know, his rookie year, he was the top rookie. His, his third year, he was the, the, the highest selling rep of the company. And, uh, and so as I was sitting here going through these, these positions and trying to figure out what I wanted to do, I saw my best friend, um, growing and and excelling and experiencing life in a completely different way than than I was. Um and so after 3 years of of him really trying to get me to come out here, I finally I finally gave in and I sat down with him and uh decided that I wanted to go and do sales. And prior to this, I had decided that I wanted to start my own company. I knew I wanted to be my own boss. I knew I wanted to be um the the owner of a company. I wanted to be in control of my time. Uh, of what I was doing. And so when I sat down with him, I told him, I said, Brad, this is a means to an end. I want you to know that if I take this job, if I go out in this position, um, it is to create a financial and a time opportunity for me in the future to be able to start my own company. Um, and, and, and he was totally on board with that. He completely understood that he, you know, he had, he had dabbled in a, a bunch of other um, industries at this point because of the the financial success that he had. And so he understood what I wanted to do. Um, <clears throat> I was planning on doing this for about two or three years to be able to create the financial um, stability that I needed um, for this. And I actually ended up um, being able to do so. I, I, I did well enough with this company that I only went out for one season. I went out for one year. Um, was was very fortunate in in how well uh and how well we did my wife and my children went out with me and we were able to um really take advantage of this opportunity and it helps that brad was the one who trained me he was the one who really kind of showed me the reins of this world but it was something that i had a motivation for i had i had a reason why i wanted to succeed at this 
Um, and I knew that if I didn't succeed at this, I had a wife and two children um, that that needed to be taken care of. And if I didn't do well, then they weren't going to be taken care of. And so I really, I cut the ropes on everything else. Um, you know, I burned the sailboat, jumped on the island, burned the sailboat and knew that, hey, there's no going back. Um, <clears throat> this, this really needs to go well. And fortunately enough, it did. Um, and so I was able to take those skills and, and experiences that I, that I gained from, from that opportunity, uh, and really apply it to, um, starting sleep tight and, and starting to build, um, what I use as my motivation to now, um, building it with, like I said, with, with what I learned from, from my time, um, um, preparing for that in the, in the sales world. So Scott, you can see the only thing I think Logan lacks really is passion. If, Correct. if you if you just had some passion, Logan, Correct. it would Correct. go a long like, way. It, it, it would really take me to the next level. If <laughs> you could, <laughs> you might do something with that. <laughs> you might actually build a company. Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? No, that's it's ab- yeah. So okay, your wife going along with all this. Yes. Um, probably pretty spectacular. Absolutely, hundred percent, and. Fully on board with this too. Which is incredible. Okay, so let's talk a little bit about jumping into then making this a reality. So I'll keep in a lot of the information that you you previously discussed, and maybe I'll add that in right here. Okay. Um, and then when we go into it, I I wrote down, is it really that simple? Like what you've created, it's it's like, well. Yeah, Duh. why would it why would it not be there? Yeah, exactly. Like this this makes all the sense in the world. Is it really that simple? Have you has that been a a stumbling block block at all because people are wait, what? Is it really that simple or is do you use, been able to use that for your advantage? Uh both, Scott. So the biggest stumbling block that it's been is um being able to protect it. And and this is this was a, a fear of mine that um I've been able to overcome um, simply because, um, uh, um, again, a mentor of mine, his name is John, um, told me that my first, my first priority and concern is selling these. He said, the first thing that you need to do is sell these. You, you, you have to get out there and, and, and let the world know, let it, let everybody know that this even exists. Your second priority is, is protecting these. And, and so, I have patent pending on it. I do have a I do have a patent um currently working on it um on on this design. Um but my biggest my biggest concern at the very beginning, my biggest stumbling block was look, this is so simple that if somebody really wanted to go out there and compete with me, um I have to have some sort of protection. I have to have some sort of of um uh I guess mm-hmm. safety plan. Um, to be able to say that, hey, you know what? This is my design. This is this is protected, uh, and and you can't you can't go after this. But the simplicity of it is also what has allowed me to go as quickly as I can, you know, or you know, as as quickly as I have. And I mean, it's only it's been less than a year then that that this has been started, that this has been formed, um, and you know, and and we're we're where we are now. And well, that's depressing. That's really depressing. And I'll tell you, it's depressing because Scott and I are partners in another company that has patents on a product, and it's been eight years, Scott. I don't even want to. I stopped. 
<laughs> Stop counting, Mike. Stop counting. Uh, it's really depressing. Okay, a so, year. So, but so what does your business plan look like? I mean, because your the product's simple, is it a simple business plan? Is it a complex business plan? How do you how do you do that? I want to talk about that. And then I also want to talk about you'd mentioned you did a lot of promotion before you even began building before you began producing well how did you go about doing that as well so love to talk about you know business plan and then i'd love to talk a little about early promotion yeah yep um i was going to add in logan i'm going to pitch in here a little bit the fact that you're worried about people copying it or you know ripping it off yeah scott and i've had this conversation over and over and over and our other partner jeff we've had this conversation and it keeps boiling back to one thing in, the, in my mind. If people want to copy you, it means you stumbled into a big market. So exactly. our, we've kind of stepped back and said, we're not too worried about people copying us, but let them have at it. We just need to be able to get our footprint big enough through our initial sales to mean something. And I think you're in the same position now. Yeah. And, and, and that's the thing that, um, like I said, for, for a little while worried me because the betting industry is so big. Um, and this is, and this is really what, to, to answer your first question, Scott, about a business plan, um, betting and, and, and textiles, they have one thing that they can do to compete against each other. And that's material, right? I mean, you were talking about sheets and giggles, what sets them apart is um, is that they they use uh, a different material. They use their eucalyptus lyocell. Um, there's other companies that focus solely on bamboo or solely on high quality cotton or what you know whatever 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 quality of of a material um, that somebody can focus on. That's what sets them apart. And maybe prices or or mm-hmm. um, a or a um, a mission that they have, you know, that, Hey, for every purchase, this happens or whatever it might be. Um, my, what sets me apart is, is I actually have a function to the sheets. There's, there's, you know, they're, they're hundred percent long staple cotton. They're 300 thread count. Uh, we're actually made here in the United States. And so I have those three claims, but that's not what sets me apart. What sets me apart is, is the function of these sheets, they're actually solving these issues. And so my business plan is, is to, is to allow people to understand is to show people that this is not your ordinary set of sheets. This is not, um, a, 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 you know, just another set of sheets that's made out of cotton. No, this is, this is quite literally something that, you know, and I joke about this, but that's going to help your relationship. That's going to help your night sleep. It's going to make your mornings better. It's going to allow you to sleep more comfortably. Um, and so right now um, we do solely e-commerce, right? We do, uh, we're, we're just online and then, and then we do like the trade shows and stuff. Um, but now we're getting to the point where um, we're going to start branching out in brick and mortar and we're going to start putting our, our name around. Um, and that pe- when people realize, when people see the name sleep tight, they're going to know that, Hey, that's, you know, that's, that's the home of the forever tuck. That's, you know, that's, that's the sheet that, that solves these issues. And that's what I want people to start understanding is that, uh, when they see the name sleep tight, um, they, it, it's not just an average set of sheets. It's not just another set of sheets. It's, it's actually uh, a completely different function that, um, still serves that same purpose. Um, Log- yeah. Logan, just to jump in really quickly, cause it's a perfect time. Um, 
when our listeners want to go see these, when they want to go see these sheets, when they want to see everything, they can go to www.gosleeptight.com. Correct. When they want to buy the sheets. And a purchase. Thank you. Mike, let me do that again. (laughs) Let me do that again, Mike. When our, when our listeners want to go buy these sheets, they can go to gosleeptight.com. I love the website. You can go take a look. Everything's there. Um, it's very clean and uh, it's very thorough. So great job on the website, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's much better than our first our, our first version. Uh, it looked like a five-year-old built our first version. Um, and and so we've, we've come a long way. So it, it, uh, it, yeah, it, it flows well. Um, we do, you know, throughout the year, we're going to be doing uh, a lot of different discounts and promotions. And because we're growing, uh, we're going to have a lot of new products on there. Uh, the next thing, and this is actually part of the patent, is getting the comforter and the duvet cover uh, to serve the same purpose. So just things like this to where we're going to, the, the idea is to really, really change the bedding world. Um, but this goes back to uh, the second part of your question in promoting and, and validating what we were doing. Um, and this is the key part to lean startup and and starting your own company um, <clears throat> is making sure that there is an actual problem, you know, and because everybody passes the mom test, every, every, every dumb idea or great idea that we have passes the mom test. And what I mean by that is you take it to your mom and she thinks it's the best thing in the world. And uh, whether it's good or bad or, or, you know, actual problem solving or not, uh, your mom is always going to um, support you and and just love the ideas that you bring out to her. And so sometimes we have this skewed bias that we think our ideas are the greatest thing in the world and our mom thinks it's the greatest thing in the world. And so it must be the greatest thing in the world. Um, and if if your mom's not that mom, you can come talk to my mom because my mom will more than likely <laughs> think your idea is the greatest in the world. Correct. <laughs> there you go. Um, so, so, so what I did prior to this was, okay, it, 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 it sounded like a good idea in my eyes, um, or it looked like a good idea in my eyes. Um, my mom loved it. Okay. Uh, when I took the idea to her and she prototyped it, she, she made the first, the first versions. Um, we tested, so she made two sets, um, when she first prototyped them and my wife and I slept in one and, and my mom and my dad slept in the other one. And I remember calling my mom the following day and, and asking Hey, did you did you have as good of experiences as we did? I mean, our, our sheets are in the same spot. We went to bed, and our sheets and our covers are in the same place. Did this happen to you? And she said, "Yeah." And you know what else? Because my first my first um, um, my first idea for this was to allow your feet to have more room and to make making the bed easier. That was my first idea. Well, then she brought up after I called the following morning. She said, "Yeah, and your dad didn't steal the covers from me last night." It was great. And that's when I realized like, Hey, this, this is something that this is something else that has a lot more potential. Um, I then passed the dad test, which is a lot harder to do. Um, passing the dad test is, is a completely different game than passing the mom test. And, and I did, I passed the dad test. And so I thought, okay, maybe this is something that, um, that really does have potential. So then I started validating it like crazy. I started throwing it out on Instagram, on Facebook. I started asking people um, that I knew, that I didn't know. That I, I was knew. this in forums or was this just on your personal, your 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 personal Instagram, your personal Facebook page? But, so this was on my personal. This was on my personal social media stuff. Um, but then I would also ask people just randomly. I mean, I would go. I would go to Walmart 
and and ask people in, that were shopping for sheets. Just, hey, mm-hmm. a quick question for you real fast. I'm working on a project. Um, do, with your, with, while you're looking for sheets and bedding, do you happen to have these issues? Do you know, do you, and, and, and really started validating this, this idea of, and, and, and it's crazy because 10 out of 10, oh my gosh, yes, I hate it. Oh my gosh, I can't stand that. Oh my gosh, my husband or my wife, they steal the covers every night. Or, oh my gosh, I hate making the bed. And, and it was this crazy, crazy realization for me that, hey, this is something that, that people really deal with. This is, this is a problem. Um, mm-hmm. and, that's, and that's where I started realizing that this, this is something that I can start putting money into. This is something that, um, that, I, can, that I can really start um, pushing towards. Uh, so we prototyped, uh, we, we made some, we made some sets, just went and bought some sheets. My mom, um, altered them and, and we started giving these out. We started giving these prototypes out and I started getting reviews from people. Um, and I would ask them, you know, Hey, these are the main things I'm looking for. If you have any other feedback, there was not a single person out of the 15 prototypes that we sent out that didn't fall in love with these, that didn't, that didn't, um, and, and you know, and, and it's 15 prototypes, which, which at the time, seemed like a lot. Um, and, and it was, you know, if these 15 prototypes, I had 15 people, like I said, people I knew people I didn't know. Um, so I tried to get as, as unbiased, uh, a, a opinion as possible. And, uh, Logan, really quickly on that, just because I personal curiosity, yeah, you're not making your own sheets at this point, nor sourcing your own. When you're going out to buy sheets for your prototype, are you going, low end are you going hey let's put these on some really nice sheets how are you how are you selecting on on what to add your invention to the prototypes great question um so i did it um at the very beginning because i wanted to spend as little money as possible at the very beginning um i just went and bought some like microfiber sheets like just kind of a lower end um and comfortable sheets, something that, you know, something that somebody wouldn't hate sleeping on, but obviously it wasn't your, your, like what we're doing now, your 300 thread count or your, you know, this Mm -hmm. crazy nice. Um, and the reason why is because if I was going to go get 15 sets, I didn't want to go spend $10,000 on sheets, right. On, on this validating process. And so, uh, we went and bought, you know, 20, $30 sheets, um, and, and made it. But what we did afterwards, what I did afterwards to really start hammering down on, on, um, pricing and, and how I wanted to do this was I actually did end up doing a, um, a massive, um, validation, uh, it, with a company called, um, um, venture validator. And what they do is they take this validation process and they blast it out to a whole bunch of people. So we create this, we create this survey, um, and ask them, you know, do you go through this? Uh, is this an issue? If this existed, would you buy it? If this existed, how much would you spend on it and, and stuff? And so what I did was instead of asking them, hey, would you buy this if it was cotton? Or would you buy this if it was bamboo? Would you buy this if this, this, and this? What I did was I, I actually ended up asking people, hey, if your sheets that you have on your bed right now had this innovation on it, one, how much more would you be willing to spend to have this innovation? And two, would you buy the same 
quality of sheets or would you be willing to buy a little bit more of a higher quality sheet, you know, just depending on what they have. Uh, and so that's really where we started narrowing down on it, regardless of regardless if they had microfiber sheets or bamboo or silk or, or whatever it might be. It was still a successful idea on all ends of the spectrum. So whether you spend $20 on your sheets, whether you spend $400 on your sheets, it was still something that people wanted there. It's not necessarily something that um, is in a, is in a lower quality or a higher quality betting world. It hits all ends of the, of the spectrum. And so when, when we were validating this, that was something that I really, really appreciated that we ended up knowing that regardless of how much you spend on your sheets, this is something that you want. This isn't something that just, you know, wealthier people want, or this isn't something that just the lower class or the middle class wants. This is something that everybody on every end of the spectrum wants. Logan, when you get to this point, I, I have yet to hear you hit a roadblock. I have yet to hear somebody say, ah, that's stupid. I have yet to hear at some point you're going to face opposition, correct? The biggest opposition I've faced, Scott, is that I've always wanted to do that, create just this ultimate cliffhanger. Um, well, just to give you the response, he actually says deep pockets. We'll get into it next week. Come join us. Listen to part two of Logan Hunter talk about his company, Sleep Tech. Until next week, thanks again for listening to this episode of The Selling Podcast. Have a great week.